to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano. Hello everyone, we are back. It's another edition of the Roma Press Podcast. I hope you're all doing well. Sorry this is coming out probably a few days later than you or myself probably had anticipated, but Andy and I ran into some scheduling conflicts, so I will bring him on in just a moment here. Just a couple of things. Our sponsors have to thank Euro Fantasy League. Uh, if you go to fantasycityad.com, fantasy-champions-league.com, you can play some of the best fantasy football games. If you want to play something else, such as the Premier League, they have that. Bundesliga, they have they have that as well. Ligun, La Liga, they have it all. Eurofantasyleague.com, where you can also find some great original content from a variety of writers. Um, Chloe Beresford and myself are on there. David Amoyal. Great stuff, uh, regardless of the league that you enjoy. I'm assuming it's Serie A, but you can also find great content on the other leagues as well. And then there's also our newest betting partner, romapress.co.uk, where you can find the best football betting tips with over 90% accuracy. Again, that's romapress.co.uk. I have to thank our two sponsors and also have to thank our wonderful patrons at Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash romapress.co.uk press and become a patron of the show where you can get extra episodes early access to the podcast and i have to mention our newest patron omar de cole who you can find on twitter at usher lyrics to fantastic username fantastic who doesn't like usher uh again at usher lyrics and then the number two so thank you omar um again fantastic twitter username so thank you again uh without you guys this this podcast the website none of it is possible without you and i thank you so so much from the bottom of my heart it it truly does mean a lot so let me bring andy on now um and, and real quick just in case um i do go mia for the next week or two here and you're wondering what the hell has happened i think i've mentioned it like three or four times but my wife and i we, we are expecting our third child uh, within the next week here. They won't let her go past next uh, middle of next week. So um, that's the, the latest he will come. I'm very anxious. Um, I'm getting as much sleep as I can because I know it's going to be hard to come by for quite some time. So um, if an episode doesn't come out for a week, if some of the posts on the website, you're not seeing news in the regular fashion that you're used to seeing, um, that that is why we are uh, we're spending some time together. I, I will take a couple of days off where I don't post a single thing, but uh, rest assured things will be back uh, to normal programming uh, once once we sort of get our feet underneath ourselves. So um, let's get Andy on now. Well, we discuss a variety of things. Fiorentina didn't really get into the Napoli match. That really speaks for itself. And then we talk a little about uh, sporting director, managerial stuff because I think at this point. We're, we're looking more so big picture as opposed to the day-to-day because it, it it's looking dimmer and dimmer for Champions League football for Roma, um, at least in my opinion. You I, you know, the, there's always that Italian saying where, you know, uh, we, we won't get our hopes. Uh, we're going to keep our hopes up as long as the math is on our side, but the, the math is getting uh, dimmer and dimmer and less in Roma's favor. And then real quick before I bring Andy on um, – over the last 24 hours, there have been a variety of reports, a couple of them coming from a Milano-based outlet about Roma and potentially a Qatari fund being interested in acquiring the club. So I reached out to somebody at the club, and they gave me the 
typical it's normal that a high profile club like Roma draws interest from other potential buyers, yada, yada, yada. But um, I was told that the interest of this Qatari fund in purchasing Roma is true. However, no concrete steps have been taken. And I have been told, and everybody else has been really affirming the same thing, uh, nothing is going to happen until we get a firm decision and a shovel is put into the ground on the stadium. Roma, the prospect of them as being a potential asset for any buyer, nobody's going to purchase them until they know for sure what is going to happen with the stadium. So until that gets resolved, you're not going to see anything in terms of uh, Parota selling Roma. So I, I would be calm, and we're going to need some patience on this. There, There is interest in Roma. Do I think Palotta would sell if the right offer came along? I do. I do. But I think that's something we're way off at the moment. We're going to have to wait and be patient. So that's what I've been told. If I hear anything different, obviously I'll put it out on the website. I will put it out and discuss it on here. But uh, for now, we just got to stay calm and be patient because, again, nothing is really going to happen until we have a firm decision on the stadium. So um, Andy and I don't get into that, but let me bring him on now uh, for our deep dive into the last uh, few days here at Roma. All right, Andy, so we're back. it hasn't been a very kind uh, week or so for Roma. We didn't record after the loss against Napoli, and we're recording this the day after the draw against Fiorentina. Uh, what have you made of the last uh, couple of match days? Uh, for me, it sort of seems like the light has faded for Champions League football. Oh, I I agree with you, and I I've been saying this for a long time. I I really cannot wait for this season to end, and um, as the, the the season progresses, and we are nearing the the final stages of this terrible, absolutely historically awful campaign. Um, it. I mean, this this team doesn't deserve Champions League football. Let's face it. Um, I don't know which is worse, to not get Champions League football or to get it, but get it in the way Roma would get it. Um, because right now, I think, I think, look, I think Serie A, it's not, people are trying to push, push this agenda that Serie A this year is very competitive. I don't think so. I think Serie A is just mediocre, very mediocre this year. And so it happens that a lot of teams are on the same mediocre level, um, except for the likes of Napoli and Juve. Uh, all other teams are on the same level. So I'm just, I'm just looking at this, uh, at this standings table and... I don't know. We don't deserve it. I don't see anybody else who really deserves it. I don't think any other team like Milan or Inter truly deserve it. I don't think Lazio deserve it. I don't think Atalanta deserve it. And it just seems like it's a race for uh, who's going to be luckier in in certain key moments. And right now, Roma haven't been lucky Roman de Ranieri, and it's been uh, pretty harsh and pretty awful to watch. I agree. And in the, in the 
the the thing is that Roma could easily have essentially qualified for the Champions League if they would have been just a little less shit. They could have been shit. They could have been very shit, um, but not to the level that they are right now. I mean, they uh, this this Roma is terrible. They're very very bad, and even if they were just a just just slightly less shit, they would be qualified at this point because everybody around them, Milan, Lazio, Atalanta, um, everybody has these flaws. And it's just astonishing to me that we saw what happened these last couple of weeks. Uh, Inter have dropped points, Milan have dropped points, but Roma have been unable to make up any ground on them. And the eye-opening thing for me, and... You know, we saw it pretty clearly in the match against Spal. It was evident in, in in the match against Napoli. What do you think about Ranieri? Because I, I have to say, I'm really, really shocked. I thought he would have more of an impact. I I thought he would at least bring some enthusiasm. But these players look just as dead as they did from when Di Francesco was at the helm. Well, you know what? I... Um... I told you I, I didn't expect any miracle, and uh, I, I was just glad that he was the one to take over. And I am still glad that he's the one uh, to lead us in these final days. But uh, there is something. I mean, this team is completely shot. Like it's it, we are we are just in such a slump that I I, I really I fail to recall. Um, any other similar period in the last three to four years, it's been really rough. And it, it just seems like, look, I, I think it's there is a point where the players look around and notice that there's been like 45 muscular injuries this season. And it's like every every game, there's one of at least one of our players just uh, getting injured or re-injuring himself or maybe, uh, you know, extending the the, uh, the the time out of the pitch. So, and Manola said it himself, it's not, it's not good and it's not healthy psychologically for a team to be so troubled by these unpredictable injuries. And, you know, I, I, I really, I fail to recall a season where certain players, even like Manola's, got injured like three to four times a year. And and yesterday we saw it was Santon, uh, a guy who really played very little this season. And I just think this, this team is in such a terrible condition under every circumstance that it's, it's just hard to get anything out of it. And you have Ranieri saying that Kolarov is playing injured, that Dzeko is playing through an injury, that De Rossi has been dealing with injuries, that Perotti is, is playing through an injury. Uh, then you have all the young talent under Pellegrini out, injured. El Sharawi, the most reliable player this season, out, injured. It's just every single thing is going wrong for us. And I'm not saying that we're not awful. Uh, I think this team this year has played terrible football. It's just that things are not getting better and they are not looking better. Um, they're just getting worse every every match day. So it just I, I just think it just uh, all adds up and it's just hard to get out of it. And the worrying thing for me, Andy, is that if you look at this team, again, other than Zaniolo, 
maybe Clivert, Under, who's one who, in my opinion, is definitely going to leave. Who are the real building blocks of this team? Because I don't really see many names that A, have a lot of quality, and B, can sort of be the foundations of the team. I mean, if you just look, look at that defense. The midfield, I mean, Derossi and Zonzi, Cristante hasn't had a great season. Pellegrini's been injured recently. And then in the attack, you have a Dzeko who has been horrific this season. You have an El Shadawi who has done really, really well, but he's injured. You have a Perotti who's been injured the entire season. And then again, you have Under, Zaniolo, Cliver. I mean, for me, that's the most worrying part out of all of this. It, it seems like this entire roster needs an overhaul. I, I agree, and that's I don't know if we're gonna touch upon that, but I also that's why I also find reasonable, and I'm not shocked by the words of Zaniolo. I don't think what he said was wrong, and I don't think it was shocking. I think this is a young guy who's got a huge, huge talent and huge potential um, to play at the top level. And he just wants to know what the situation is, what the future of this team looks like, what the management can guarantee him, what what is the team that is going to be built around him if he is to become the new focal point of this team. I, th- I think that's just reasonable. And I agree with you. It's after a season like this, there are no certainties with Roma and basically everybody should be on the trading block. Um, I, I obviously I would save some names, which I like. I, I the likes of Pellegrini. I would save him. I think, I think Pellegrini is one to keep, but otherwise it's, it's, um, it, it's just a, it's just a, a team on the market. That's that's and it's 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 terrible and it's scary because I don't think we've had that in recent years. Um, but you know what? I mean, sometimes teams go through this. Uh, they just have to restart, recharge, and 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 sometimes it can uh, you know lead to positive results. And as and as you said, as you said, John, this team is so unlikable that you know why would you keep uh, most of these guys yeah they're they're extremely unlikable very very just the personalities very unlikable um i the more i watch jekko just the more I, I you know the more i long for the summer market to arrive here but we're gonna have to deal with you know ideally you would like to make this overhaul knowing full well that you have champions league money coming in but that doesn't look like it's going to be the case so this summer is going to be drastically different than ones we've seen in the past where you see bigger purchases and you'll see a bigger sale but this summer i mean we may see multiple big sales um you know we could see jekko leave we could see under leave and i don't know it's almost like you have to go backwards um just to be able to move forward a bit and I don't really know. Again, it's hard for me to figure out who are the pillars of this team? Who can you keep beyond this summer and say, you know what? They are a foundation of this team. Because again, I I think we're at the point where it's um, to go on an individual basis and and judge every single person's season. We're beyond that. Everybody has been shit. Uh, There's nobody who we can, again, hang our hat on and say, wow, 
um, other than maybe Zaniola. Wow, they've been outstanding this season. And the scary thing is for me, I mean, it's not this. It's not just that they need a new player. I mean, they need an entirely new department. The defense, I, I mean, is dead. Who other than Manolas can you bring back and have even the lightest bit of confidence in? Because I, other than Manolas, for me, it's nobody. No, and uh, that applies to the whole team. And I think that when you come to a point where you really don't know what the pillars are of this team, then it's, I know it will sound harsh, but I think it's a good thing to rebuild because let's face it, up until a year ago, we were saying that the pillars to this team are the veterans. Uh, We are not talking about young talent. For many years, we were talking about the the pillars of this team are the veterans, the uh, so-called senatori, uh, such as Dzeko. In the past, it was uh, Strotman, Nainggolan, Manolas, uh, Kola, recently Kolarov. Clearly, it, this is the end of the road and, and uh, the end of such uh, probably philosophy in, in Roma. And I think in, in, what, what we are going to see this summer um, doesn't matter if it's Europa League football Maybe not even Europa League football because there is a lot of other teams that are, are trying to get in. Or Champions League football is that Roma are, are very likely going to change the, the the philosophy and the strategy that they take to the market. So I I I, I agree with you. There are no pillars in this team. I think the young talent is, is still a bit premature to 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 uh, call it a, a possible pillar. Um, the veterans are just out of gas, so there is no point in that. Um, so again, I I can't help but feel that a change is needed, and a change will take place this summer. Yeah, and the situation that Roma are in, in my opinion, is is really an indictment, a big, big indictment, and says a lot about Monchi. We've talked to bit about it before the break i still feel like roma are are reeling a little bit from it but my goodness if you just look at these last two seasons under him wow did did roma really get um fooled by this guy i i mean you can't look at one area and say wow he improved that area of the pitch or wow other than zaniolo um Maybe Under Clivert, okay. Under, but- and, and, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree, and that's. I think I, I when Monchi arrived, I expected those kind of uh, moves. I expected the type of players that, like, such as Under, um, players that you know little about, that have immense uh, uh, upside and can be sold for a lot of money, have a good one, two seasons at the club, and then be sold for a lot of money. Um, and I, I agree with you. I think um, looking at it now, um, look, I've been, we both were called out multiple times for, you know, being biased and, and, and being uh, too mad at, 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 at Di Francesco and not mad enough at, at Monchi. Um, the, the thing is that when you, I, I don't know, I'm a bit like Palotta. When you bring in a professional like Monchi, I tend to trust him. So I, I'm not going to jump at him for 
I don't know, spending this amount of money on a certain player. I'm I'm going to trust him. I'm, I, I, the guy has achieved a lot, has won trophies, has done a tremendous job at Sevilla. I'm going to be happy with, with um, and, and I'm going to just put some confidence into what he does. Clearly, it hasn't worked. Um, but again, that's why I also don't blame Palotta uh, on, 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 on this whole thing, because as he said in an interview, listen, we gave Monchi the keys to everything. I gave him carte blanche. I, I gave him wh- what he needed, uh, when he needed it. And and he failed, and obviously, you know that's uh, that's also partly on Palotta because you know he should have known better to I don't know to distribute the power equally. He didn't do it because he trusted a professional, and I think this is also gonna influence the the, the this this summer's mercado because um, we're gonna see a, 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 maybe the power of the, the the market the transfer market distributed across uh, multiple uh, I don't know members of the management a lot of reports are, are mentioning that we want to bring in some uh, scouting uh, experts in uh, we want maybe make a, a duo of Masara and Totti I don't know but it I think it's just gonna be very different this year yeah I hope so and you know the the thing that really puzzles me is listen palota should certainly take some blame i'm critical of him you're critical of him i'm more than happy to praise him i think he's done a good job given the circumstances since he's arrived but listen um the thing that we wanted palota to do was bring incredible footballing names uh to sort of take the pressure off of him and that's what he did with monchi and monchi absolutely failed so I can understand Palotta, maybe he should have had more uh, foresight to maybe intervene sooner, but I think he did the right thing by hiring Monchi. And listen, sometimes in life, uh, in football, not in football, at at your job, uh, you get burned. And I feel like that's what happened here. Um, He got duped. You, You brush off your knees and you move on. But Listen, the the position that Monchi has put Roma in is, for me, extremely difficult now because you, other than maybe a few names, you're, you're going to have a very difficult time selling some of the players on this team. I mean, Nzonzi, Pastore, I mean, what do you do with those two? Uh, I don't know. And, and it's not like those are the only two names we need to get you know, rid of sure, uh, this sure. summer. I mean, because uh, Monchi, he came on and, you know, he may have, uh, he, he spent a lot of money and he also uh, increased the, the, the salaries uh, uh, to, to the point that, you know, we have Pastore making uh, money like a, like a top player. We have Nzonzi making money like a top player. But the, 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 then he uh, gave a contract extension to Perotti, uh, and, and and Perotti making what three million a year, um, if gave, giving a contract extension to Fazio, and th- these are things that a club like Roma cannot do. So that that's where Monchi failed. I think he failed to understand really grasp the situation that we were in, uh, and 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 now. 
we will have to find a way. It's going to be extremely difficult. That, to me, I'm not even worried about the players that are going to uh, be coming into the club. I'm worried about who and how is going to leave, meaning a guy like Juan Jesus, uh, please, God, Take him away. Someone do something with him. But how? How are you going to uh, uh, sell a guy that doesn't perform uh, like a like a like a proper center back, at least on a on a on a on a mid table team and makes two point five million a, a, a year? That's just crazy. It's worrying if you just look at all of the wages of these players. The The thing that, you know. I just feel like they need so many pieces and so many key positions. I mean, they're going to need a new number nine. I think as much as I like Schick and as much as I want him to succeed, I don't think he's going to be enough. Jekko is certainly going to leave. They need <laughs> they need a new partner alongside Manolas, or they may need two new defenders. Two new defenders. They need, yeah. a, new, they need a new goalkeeper. And it just feels very overwhelming when you see all the positions of need that they require. It, it adds up very fast and you just wonder, my God, they're going to have to sacrifice somewhere. Um, I mean, for me, I, I think of somebody like Florenzi, as much as we don't like him, he's certainly going to have to play a big role, whether it's at right back in the midfield. Um, I, I just don't know where they start. That That's for me, that's the biggest problem. I feel like there are so many needs. It's difficult for me to find one place for them to really focus on and begin because I mean, for you, who, who is undoubtedly a name to build around? Um, I mean, for me, if, if, if I were to make my list of players, I would without question would want to remain um, Zaniolo, Under, Clivert, El Shirawi, Pellegrini. And is that it? I, I mean, who, who else is there? I don't know. I, I, I don't even know how to make a list like that. I just, um, because I, I, I don't really, right now, looking at this room, I don't believe, believe in this philosophy of building around something. I, 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 I think that Zaniolo is incredibly talented. I think that Pellegrini has potential. I just don't know if, if the, I mean, we've seen what, like, maybe a little bit less of a, of a successful season for both of these guys. And we're already talking about, you know, making them the focal points of this team. Sure. But right now, this, to me, the priority right now is fixing the defense. And this is going to be very tough because you don't know if Manolas is going to leave and, um, and you need someone good. And which means a lot of money in today's transfer market which Roma will not have in, in, in this summer market if they are going to have to rebuild so we just have to hope that some young up-and-coming center back uh, gets signed but but the, to me the defense right now is the priority because I, I really I don't care what happens to the forwards I don't I, I know Jack is out I, I I don't have I don't care what happens to the midfield obviously uh, De Rossi big question mark Nzonzi probably out um, but but the defense that this this team needs to go back to learning how to defend and with the defenders that we have right now in this team starting from our fullbacks to our center backs, 
there is absolutely zero defensive IQ and we just need to get something into it. Now, one thing we really haven't discussed, obviously we, we've spoken about Monchi quite a lot and you brought up Masada a little bit ago. Is he the one you want to um, be made the the permanent sporting director, or do you think they need to go in another in another position because or in another direction? Because in my opinion, I, I think they can't afford any more experiments. They can't afford any more gambles. Give it to Masada if you want to give Totti more of a, a larger role. Go ahead. Um, I would give it to Masada though because he is the surest thing at the moment yeah i, I agree part i partly agree it's just that there are so many reports on who we are looking at and for example you know the whole thing about campos and you know him wanting certain guarantees and now palotta not being you know not willing to to give uh, the keys to the whole vehicle um so or, or, you know, more scouting experts and creating, instead of having one central figure, more creating more of a network with, you know, guys like a, exactly a team like Masara, Totti, and then somebody else, and then a scouting network. I think that could work. I think Roma just need to keep it very simple um, and just, again, just, just work they, their way up because this is it. I mean... To me, these final days are are rock bottom for Roma. I think this is this this team is just free falling, just just going through a, a terrible uh, a, a period in its in its American history. Um, <laughs> no, really, and and it's just and yeah, I, I think right. I think this is this is going to be very difficult. I, I can understand fans being frustrated and puzzled and, you know, making all their, uh, you know, names for the transfer market, who they want, who they wish to sell, blah, blah, blah. It just, I think it's going to be very difficult. And I think Roma need to uh, just create a very simple system. Um, I know it sounds simple in, in the way I'm telling it. I just... From a fan perspective, I want the things on the managerial side to be kept very simple, not making a lot of fuss about bringing, you know, uh, experts and uh, professionals and this guy won this and this guy achieved this. Keep it simple and focus on what really matters, which is making this team better. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. And... You know the thing that just worries me is that they're they're going to try and find the the air quotes the 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 next Munchie. I I think they need to go for something. Just no more risks. Um, what 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 do you think though? Obviously, if we look at the table, nothing is certain right now. Um, I mean, <laughs> they could finish fourth, they could finish ninth or tenth at this point. But part of I, I was thinking about this yesterday, but. Does part of you almost not even want to qualify for Europe at this point? Because I, in my opinion, and it seems like in your opinion, Champions League seems impossible. In my opinion, it's impossible. Um, but, you know, part of me thinks almost do it like uh, we did when Garcia was hired. We went through a major overhaul that summer. Um, many players arrived. We had some leave, like Mamela. Um but I think that would be sort of like the perfect mix. Um, you don't stretch yourself out thin because you won't have European football to worry about. 
you can play one match per week. You obviously have the Coppa Italia, but you you know that's nothing major. It doesn't arrive until January anyway. So what what is your ideal scenario, or what is the scenario that you want? Well, I can tell you. You, you mentioned it. Uh, Garcia was brilliant. Remember the the atmosphere after we lost the Coppa Italia to Lazio. It, it seemed like it was the end of the world. Like that was it. That was. Not, nothing good could come out afterwards, right? And and then instead we uh, we we had a, a, an excellent run. And I'm not saying it can it, it it will happen or it can happen. I just think, look, for example, I wouldn't I would hate uh, having to go through Europa League qualifiers because oh, those are the worst. Those are the worst because it, it really the the quality of the football. I'm obviously we I'm I can't complain because I'm a Roma fan, but the quality of Europa League football at that stage is horrendous, and it also starts way too early in the season. It basically would mean that you would have to uh, cut your uh, you know, preparations and training camp in half. It would mean that you would have to uh, uh, play your games in America and then immediately come back to Europe and, and get ready uh, for qualifiers that, are, I mean, really, they don't give you anything. And so if I have to, great, if I can even get to Europe, Europa League footballs, football directly, great. But at this stage, I'm... Um, I'm already watching these Roma games as if I'm watching a team that is not playing any sort of football next season, uh, any sort of international football next season. And I think that's reasonable. I think our line of thought is, is reasonable because it would, it would really force the management to, to reconsider the whole strategy, look at what they did right in the past, what did, what they did wrong, what to avoid. Um, you know what what moves can help roma uh progress and it will be part of me is excited for it you know i i think so too um listen it it seems like a century ago i know and it seems like ancient history at that point or at this point but gosh those first 3 or 4 months under garcia were so fun mm. because the previous two seasons were absolute shit yep. under luis or uh luis enrique and and zeman um I mean, that unbeaten run that they went on, that winning streak was so fun. And I feel like that, you know, something like that is what this team needs more than anything. It's just not fun to watch them anymore. It's it's a job at this point to watch Roma play because they there's no passion. Um, these guys look like they're counting down the days until the end of the season. And that is the worst place that you want your team to be in. And I feel like if you don't have any Europa League hanging over your head, you're just focused on the league. You're playing one match per week, um, obviously, until the cup starts. But I feel like in a team who needs a massive, massive rebuild and a huge overhaul, that would be the ideal environment, don't you think? Yep, I agree. I agree. I think, look, it's undoubtedly a a huge blow for Roma to miss out on Champions League football, even on Europa League football, to the brand, to the brand of Roma, to the image of Roma after, you know, the the big, uh, you know, the big screamer uh, of of getting to the Champions League semifinals. Um, 
here we are most likely missing out on uh, on international football on european football but it's on, on the other hand i agree it's it, it it will we will have to reconsider our you know who we are what we want to be as a team as 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 a brand um as a club and <laughs> And it will, again, it will bring in some fresh faces because I'm really, uh, like you, I'm tired of seeing the same faces, the same faces that don't necessarily demonstrate anything. I mean, you look at some of the goals we bag in and the reaction of the players, they accept it. They're not, they're not frustrated that they let a goal in. They accept it. It's like it's become a norm. We haven't kept a clean sheet in what, in months since that Kievo game. And... Um, and, 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 and here we are, we have players that don't know how to react and perhaps don't even want to react at this point. And that's the worst. As you said, this is, this is the rock bottom. So bringing in some new faces, changing strategies, uh, uh, changing the way we play football from week to week, focusing on league only may be a good thing. Yeah. So the season is still going on. There's still eight matches left. They have Sampdoria at the weekend. Um, Sampdoria team who recently drew against Milan. I have to say, I am absolutely astonished that Roma are going to finish behind this Milan and this Inter because I think both of them are absolute shit. Um, and as I said, the the, the biggest... And most frustrating part in all this is if Roma had only been just slightly less shit, they'd be in a Champions League place right now. So they really only have themselves to blame, um, especially if you look over these uh, this last month. I mean, each of those sides has been dropping points left from right, and Roma have done nothing, nothing. to take advantage mm-hmm. of that. So I, I take it then maybe you feel differently, but I'm just going to assume you're you're not feeling – even the slightest bit of confidence coming into this. Match no, I'm not. I'm not. And and uh, going back to our previous point is that yeah, the the one painful thing I think uh, about missing out on Champions League football is seeing the other teams go in. Uh, I will I will hate seeing uh, Milan and Inter go into Champions League. Uh, football. I would. I would. I. I the thought of having Lazio uh, uh, be uh, ahead of us is 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 just uh, sucks the life out of me. S- same for Atalanta. Uh, maybe less so Torino. But it just. I think that's the most painful part. Is right now. I have no confidence in this team. I don't think. I don't expect a result against Sampdoria. But in the larger scheme of things, I. That's what I'm afraid of, is that while Roma are going to take a step back, the other teams, likes of Milan or Inter, who have made mistakes in the past, they have spent too much money on players that haven't uh, really shown anything. Both Milan and Inter have splashed so much money during the recent summer mercados that I think right now they have learned their lesson. And if they get Champions League football, um, which they most likely will, they will take two steps forward. And and that's the painful part is that all these years trying to climb up the top and here we are, we're slipping away again, And which can be exciting, but that's the painful part. 
Yeah, I think so too. Um, so real quick, um, before we end it here, Roma will see Gianpaolo at the weekend. Do you, would you <laughs> want him as a manager? Yes or no? Because mine is a hard no, no, no. If it's a hard, if, if if I if just an answer, no. Easy enough. Okay, we'll leave it there. Um, hopefully, there's something even remotely, remotely <laughs> more positive to discuss. But yeah, this is. This is brutal. Um, we barely even discussed the match against Fiorentina, which I don't really know what there is. I applaud Gerson. I, 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 I like Gerson's performance. I'm happy <laughs> for him. He he, uh, he deserved it. Yeah, he was good. Um, Muriel almost scored from like the halfway line. That While he was digesting a, a whole Mac meal. Yeah, but he always <laughs> purges Roma. Yes. You know that. Yes. Come on. He always does. Um All right, we'll leave it there, everyone. Thank you so much for joining and for listening. We'll be back in the coming days uh, after the match against Sampdoria. Uh, So we will talk to you then. Ciao.